You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Wig Hackers with Daniel Coy, your number one podcast for wig hacking to help you work smarter, not harder. You get a look behind the scenes at what goes on the hair side of the entertainment industry. You never know where my rants will go, so stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome back to the Wig Hackers podcast with your host, Daniel Coy. So I have a super detastic guest with me today, which I am really stoked for you guys to be listening in on where this podcast will go, because truly I have no idea. I'm very stoked. So I'm going to bring on my guest, Lindsay Mayagu. Mm, totally screwed it up. I'm so sorry. Of She Makes Wigs podcast. So you definitely have to follow the podcast first and foremost. Guys, I've rehearsed that for like 20 minutes in my head, okay? And I still screwed it up. So sorry. Tell them, please, tell them again. How do you say it? Well, my name is Lindsay Mayuga. Mayuga. See, I know no one. I liked, I liked First time ever, right? I, I say it, I butchered it the most. Awesome. <laughs> okay, so you have this super podcast that you go literally everywhere with. Like, there's no, I wish I could say, oh, you're just a, no. You have had the get in the gamut on your podcast. So why don't we tell my, my, wig hackers what what do you specialize in what's your what's your thing what's your niche it's funny i i kind of feel like lately i've been realizing that like i really just follow my curiosity so i've i've gone off track before where if someone reaches out to me and is like i want to be on and i've done it where like i'll have that person on the show and then it's it doesn't have that jaju that my show usually has. And so what I found is that I kind of follow my curiosity if I, and I don't know why I'm drawn to people. I'm just drawn to different hairstylists, people that I think like, I don't know that I just think are, there's something about them. I'm just kind of drawn to their, their style or how they have found a way to, you know, just kind of create careers and lives that honor who they are and the self-awareness. And so I feel like my husband the other day said, Lindsay, what you're really into is sociology. You love family systems. You like understanding like why people are the way they are. You like kind of just like going deeper. And so I, I find that like, as I've gotten more curious about myself and like what sets me on fire, I try and I don't even have to try. I'm drawn to people that um, are doing the same. Mm. So what made you start? your She Makes Waves podcast? So I started it 
the podcast. So I haven't taken a break and I'm still like very much on the fence of taking a break because I'm having a baby within the next week. And, um, so, well, thank you for being on so the podcast. I'm like, I, yeah, I, I really wanted, I really love doing it. And I love that I get to learn from all my guests. So it's hard for me to, to take a break because I enjoy it so much. Um, but so I started it kind of coming out of a really dark season where I had a business partnership end and I, I had a studio that was kind of like my whole identity. I also have, you know, gotten to my new studio within five weeks of getting to my new studio, like my marriage, like I was like, whoa, like the two things that my identity was so wrapped up in that I could say, if I could say anything, it was like, I'm an amazing colorist. I'm an amazing business partner and I'm an amazing wife. And then when all those identities just kind of in a matter of five weeks, like just blew up, it was like, well, who in the actual fuck am I if I'm not this person's business partner, this person's colorist, and this person's wife? And I, I feel like from that place, I just started to just go on this journey with myself. And in doing that, found a much healthier way for me to do my career and my life. And then I, but the thing that really made me start the podcast was I didn't know any of it sucked. I thought I was doing it right. And I thought that I was, um, in, in, in society's eyes, I was really a success. But then when I, when I started to really get to know myself, I realized I had done it so externally focused that it really didn't honor me at all. And so then I just felt like, well, I have to wait. I want to be like a whisper. I don't want to shake everyone awake because that's annoying. You don't want to walk around and be like, I don't know. You seem happy, but are you really happy? I wanted to just be like a podcast to be like a seed that's planted of like, but are you really happy? Or like a better way you could be doing it or like get curious. So that's kind of why I started it because, you know, like, I've been able to kind of remake my career, remake my marriage. And it's something like, I feel like you don't hear people talk about a lot. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, it's like, just leave everything. It's like, you know, sometimes you do need to leave something. Other times you need to take the time and there's no easy button out of hard situations. And so I think that I'm actually very flattered to hear that you think my podcast goes all over because I kind of love that. It lit like, I mean, as I was prepping for this, it was literally like running through all, like nothing, nothing stood out. Like, oh, no, it, like, it's funny where the waves, where I was like, oh, ocean waves. And I'm like, oh, but it's supposed to be hair wave. Like literally, so like, you're literally the waves, like, like one end of the spectrum, like you're every aspect and truthfully, for your listeners, I'm so excited for them to hear like what inspires them, what what makes them tick. Because you ask those questions, like you ask those questions to make the listener even feel like they're there and they think, you know. Um, there was one where you were talking. Oh, was it Lindsay? Oh, I could not. I could totally be. I'm totally butchering it too. Um, but you were talking about. Um, how she started her business and it was just like oh wait no but that's how I started mine you know like and it was just like this whole relatability you know it wasn't like this like oh I'm I'm the best this do you know what I mean where some people like get that but like I'm 
talking to you instead of with you. Uh, so yeah, why, why did hair become such a big thing for you? How did that come in to your world? I, I, know I was like, well, since I was 15, I always wanted hair. I always wanted to be a colorist. And I think I always built my, I built my whole life around it. And then I realized that there was a way to love it and have passion for it and do other things. And so I feel like it was kind of like, I don't know, I feel like I was kind of like, as I made the podcast, I started, it was like me in real time giving myself permission to be more than one thing. And I think like, if you go back to the beginning of it, it's like, oh God, that's rough, hang in there. <laughs> like, it'd be like, it'd be like, oh my God, I would listen to it. And it was like, Lindsay, and then it was podcasting, and then it was Lindsay, and it was like, she's back, we lost her again. And I'm like, that is what getting out of your comfort zone feels like. And <laughs> Apparently it looks like it too. So I feel like here's the thing I'm just so confident about. It's the thing like if my life's hard, all I want to do is color your hair. All I want to do is come in on my birthday and color your hair. But as I've gotten healthier, it's like, oh, I, I guess I can be really passionate about what I do and be a podcaster and be a mom and have a good relationship. And I think like that's kind of for me like Hair's always been all there was, all there is. But I think in a way it was almost like, I didn't know if I thought I was smart enough or good enough for anything else. So I think in a way I hid behind hair. But mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. like I can do with hair and be more than just it. And it's like, we were never just hairstylists, but I think, you know, that that's kind of the programming we get kind of fed about what our profession and <laughs> I've never liked it, but now I definitely am like, I'm gonna go out of my way to defy that. So like even, even if I'm in the salon and, and I'm like thinking about my pricing, thinking about how I run it, it's like, it's bigger than me. If I keep pushing the envelope, it's like you and wigs. It's like, it's not just about me. Like I make enough money or I'm doing it, but it's like when I push the envelope, I'm doing it for other people, it's, there's so much more to it than meets the eye, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, hair in general though, opens up a conversation. You know, I always feel like you can take off my hair. You know, it's the only thing like, it's the hat to the, the whole look, you know? For, for, for me, I like to feel that we're helping bring out what's already inside of them, you know? And I feel like that's what you're doing, like with yourself even, like you're, you're I, I mean, from what I gather is you, you were hiding behind the hair and then you finally could actually, the hair could actually reflect what's inside, you know? And you bring it out in other people, you know? And it, it just helps to, to know there's other things you know, everyone, I mean, I talk to a lot of newbies in the industry. A lot of, you know, a lot of my listeners are like from like homegrown. They, they've learned it from themselves. You know, they're, they're, they're doing it from scratch. They're starting their own business, you know, because for wigs, you don't have to be licensed, which that's okay. Um, but I do like to stress to go get your license. Um, I always say that to every podcast so that they can start the journey. Um, and to learn more. So what would you give like a listener on my end who is new, who is listening to you for the first time, who is a little bit more wig centric, you know, where they're a little bit more, you know, take a wig and like pluck it. And, you know, what would you do? What would your pitch to get them to become be like a colorist? 
Well, I wouldn't even say pitch to be a colorist, like to be, be the niche you want to be. But what I would say is what I would say to my younger self who would be listening to this thinking like whatever woo woo shit she's talking about. Like <laughs> I'm in hair school. I want to, I want to just be able to like go and like do hair. And like, I am willing to sacrifice my firstborn and like, listen, I was too. <laughs> so I, what I would say is like, if you can get some, some self-worth outside of what you do, you're going to have a lot more fun doing it a lot sooner because mm-hmm. my whole identity was what I did. So yes. if I ever had a failure, if someone didn't like their hair, if a wig doesn't turn out, because that shit's going to happen. Yeah. It's like, if you're going to chase a dream, if you're going to go after what you want to go after. Like the reason we're successful or the reason I'm successful is like, we've been willing to screw up more times than most people. Ugh. And I think that I could have had a lot more fun sooner if I realized like, oh, no, 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 like that's part of the journey. Like you can actually still sleep tonight and you'll fix her highlight in the morning. <laughs> like, I feel like I was so hard on myself. And I think that had I had something that, uh, if I had a little bit more self-awareness or, or I knew myself a little better sooner, I could have had fun more quickly. And I feel like there's like a decade where like, I thought that in order, because I loved it, that it had to be, I had to take it so seriously that I didn't, like allow myself to have as much fun as I have today. Like if I was helping you with wigs and I screwed up, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I don't want this to reflect poorly, Daniel. But like, I feel like for me, like, like it wasn't until a couple of years ago where like I'd get a color class and I'd be like, this is a complete waste of my time. I wish I was at a street festival drinking a beer with my husband. I'm going to leave. And then I call the guy who invited me to the class. I go, I hope this doesn't reflect poorly on you, but I had to get the fuck out of there. And I feel like, I feel like it's just kind of like being like knowing what's for you so that you can like endure the things you want to endure. And then also knowing that you're going to fail, you're going to have setbacks. And like, that's part of the, that's part of the road you've chosen to take. And I think that I thought I wasn't good because I was screwing up when it's like, no, I mean like that's going to come with the territory. I, I just like where you come from. I mean, like, I, I know that sounds so, like, I just love that it's just so, like, raw. Like, everyone, I feel yeah. like the, what it, the, the Instagram, like, filter, I feel everyone is, like, like, growing up on that now, you know? And, like, it's, it, but it's not all the roses. Like, I would love to post a photo of me crying in a ball naked on the floor because I think I screwed up a Broadway show. Like, you know, the ups and downs do come, but it's like that rawness, because ah, I'm very raw. I am I'm honest, like yeah. to almost to a fault, people have said. Almost to a fault, I'm so like, pop that bubble. You are pop, 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 pop. Um, that's been like a huge inspiration for me. So thank you for doing that and being so candid with everything that you're, you're telling people, because I know people are learning, you know, especially if they're following me, they want to learn, like, and they know that there's another way of doing what they do. So thank you for doing that. How do you stay on top of everything? How do you keep all of your balls, all of your things going? And now you're gonna have a baby. Have you actually taken a step back to be like, here's the plan? Yeah, well, I think that I used to over plan and over prepare. And like, I, so I feel like now I've gotten to this place of like, okay, I want to have a general idea, know what I'm into, and I know like what's in my heart. But then I'm also kind of like, then I have to just see where it goes. But I do feel like, um, 
having a plan of like knowing what passions I have and like, like I, my husband and I talk about it a lot. Cause like, okay, like we're going to be able to give our kid a great life beyond what we would have ever had. So I need to get really intentional this person, not thinking that like, like that, that life's just all gumdrops and rainbows because like mm-hmm. I attribute so much of like my success and so much of like who I am today with the hardships that shaped me. So I feel like for me, I'm like, I definitely want to work. And the way that I think I'm like you, that I, like you were saying, you like having a lot of things going on. And I think I do too. I just didn't give myself permission because I thought, oh, you can't be good at a number of things. You can only be good at one thing. So for, for 12 years, 13 years, all it was was hair, 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 color, color, color. And it gets you really good, but it doesn't get you to the next level. So for mm-hmm. me now, it's like kind of having self-awareness around, I love doing hair, but I'm going to do it in a smaller capacity. So like my dream and my goal is to go back into the salon two days a week, have my coaching business one day a week, and still own my studio. I have people that work there and just kind of have a life. And, and it's like, even just give myself permission to be a mom. I think of like mm. seven days in a pie chart and like three of those days or two of them are going to be salon days. One's going to be a coaching day. And then four days, I'm going to be like a mom, but work on projects. So I think my ego has to get out of the way. Cause I'm like, okay, like, am I really going to be taking this as far as I want to take it if I'm home with you? And I'll tell my husband, am I even going to like this person? He's like, of course you're going to like this person. And I'm like, I don't know. I just like, and I think part of it is like letting your life happen to you. And then part of it is the preparation and the planning. And so I feel like I'm just open. And I mean, I know I'm going to like my kid. I'm not a monster, but (laughs) I don't think I ever see myself just doing one thing ever again, because I got a taste of what it's like to do multiple things. And I'm like, Oh shit, I couldn't have had it more wrong. What was like, because you were like, even like when you said you're like, you're a colorist, like, it's yeah. still like, like you're still, I still feel that. How do you think the industry itself can, needs a change? Do you think, like, I remember growing up, it was like, oh, you're a hairstylist, you cut or you color. Like you need to pick one, you need to apprentice, you need to be, you know, shampoo person for a hundred years and then you can get a chair. Do you know what I mean? Like, I still hear it in your, you're like, I'm a colorist, like, hmm. it's ingrained so in you. <laughs> I know they can't see me. That's the problem. Like with my podcast is my facial expressions and my, my language, like, yeah. So guys, I did a really great expression. Even though my Botox yeah, no, is I mean, right because I'm sequestered. I think they felt it. I think Yeah, no, I think that that is like old school thinking. And like, I love when I'm on people's podcast and they were, they're like, what did you mean when you said that? And I was like, shit, what did I do? (laughs) And it's like that self-awareness around like, oh my God, I'm doing it again. Oh God, I'm doing it. It's like, yeah, like our industry, it it was always like colorists and stylists. And and like one of the girls in my shop, um, like one of my renters, she does both. And I love referring people to her. I'm like, oh my gosh. And if you need a haircut, like she's amazing. She does both. I'm still like wrapping my head around it. So, so I'm like, oh my God, you could simplify your life. Like you might even like doing that more than seeing, like she does both. And I'm still like, I'm still like connecting in my head that like you can, you can be both. good and do both. 
Yeah. And so I do think is changing and I do that it, but I think that seeing our biases and seeing how like, it's still like, it was so ingrained in me. Like can't be good at both. <laughs> or, like, well, that was the thing. I mean, I like the full look, like everyone knows I love, you know, I even dabble in makeup. Like I don't call myself a makeup artist, but I do makeup. Like it's a thing. So I love the full look, you know? So I've always been that way. So it, always been hard for me going into a salon where they're like I'm the number one stylist colorist of the 18th century of the world I'm like yay go you like oh you cut yeah I do precision cutting from you know matrix himself I'm like oh great I'm so excited I turn the wig upside down and point cut huh? does that help you know <laughs> so it's just yeah. It's a little threatening on both ends. You know what I mean? Like both ends of that spectrum where like schools like pick one, pick one. What do you like? I'm like, we're learning on the shittiest color in the world. What do you, how do you want me to love this color? Like, so how, what was the breaking point where you're like, no, 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 I can do more. I think I just like, I think because I've always been around other people that are reinforcing my biases or my beliefs of like, it's kind of like interesting time right now. If you think about politics and everything, it's like similar to that, right? Like, uh, it's like, it's like, if I only ever work with people that I trained with, then we all share this belief system that like, we only are as good as like where we apprenticed and number two it's evanston location but in the company as well and it's like it's like like you 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 realize like oh my god like i've just been around so now i think what it was is i got a, i went i went and i was alone for a while so i walked to my new shop and i was by myself for a year a year and a half and i just started to be like what do i actually believe not the beliefs that I picked up from an industry that's flawed. And then kind of realizing that I can then put, then I started attracting people that shared my, so those, like, that's my, my first renter is like an angel that was sent from heaven. Who's like, we both are like, that's the system, you know, and we do whatever we want. And, and then my second renter um, is a great gal as well. She knew for my first salon. So she always says, do you, are you in good terms with this person? Are you on good terms with this person? I'm like, I don't talk to anyone. <laughs> I was like, because I work really hard to believe what I believe is possible. And so I kind of feel like I've gotten more, uh, more, I've gotten blinders on and I blind, I take the noise away because the noise keeps you like in a beliefs that like these people made these up and now I've just taken them on. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you're talking things that have happened, like, we could go back to like, you know, biblical times, like what we're talking about right here. Like, that's how like deep rooted, I feel everything is like, no one can be their own individual. You know, I feel like every, you know, everyone has all these labels and everyone has to be something. And I'm just like, mm, but does it look good? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and also Right. Yeah. Why does it have to fit in a box? Like, I don't want to fit in a box. It's a compliment to me when someone's like, I can't figure you out. I'm like, that's what I want to be. Like, why do we want to fit in? That was me. What are we trying to 
no, you can feel more comfortable. You'd like to see me as like, like, or like someone's like, I don't get like an a compliment. They're like, your studio, it's really feminine. But then I like meet you. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I, I, I get what they were meaning. And I'm like, <laughs> they couldn't figure it out. And I'm like, um, I was like, that's okay. That's cool. Like, like, I feel like we're all con walking contradictions. Like, uh, I saw this really funny meme today that was this guy who was talking about like, people on social media, how really funny, how he had a term for it, like virtual warriors or something. And it was like about how like, we stand up for things, but don't do anything. When we see someone, Starbucks got in some hot water. So say you're never gonna go again. And what'd you do two days later? And he's like, I went to Starbucks. He goes, exactly, that's perfect. Keep up the good work. And it's like, we're all just like, sometimes trying so hard to be like, no, I agree, I would never. And it's like, but well, we're not actually like, we're not actually these people, these avatars we're creating. <laughs> Legit. Like, even in our own, for me, I have this preconceived notion of what everyone else is thinking. I'm a great Libra. So, like, I'm like, oh. Yeah. And then you, like, actually talk to the person, like, mm, no, I was actually only thought about your shoe because it was sparkly. I'm like, oh, oh, great. Good, good. Okay. Humble yeah, pie, like humble we make pie. so many assumptions. Uh, yeah, assumptions. Like, and I make assumptions with my clients. I make assumptions with like family, I make a lot of assumptions when it's like, oh my God, like that's not, the people aren't thinking about me, huh. <laughs> right, like, uh, like uh, I guess I'm at a little bit of a disadvantage because I have worked with some people who think they're, like I've had to hold a pee bucket for celebrities so, because they didn't want to use the bathroom. So like, I've, I've, I've done it all. But then that just makes me say, oh, I'm getting paid more. Uh, <laughs> you know, so it's hard. It, it's hard. Like working with a vast variety of artists in, in the world, it, for me, it was kind of like, oh, some have grown up very old school. You know what I mean? Like a Carol Burnett where she's like, you know, after the show, you know, hold her hand, walk her down, like a Tiffany's ring for a wrap gift. I'm like, um, okay. And then, you know, other ones where I'm like holding their pee bag. I'm, you know, grinding up like grass because they had a wheat shot from the first act out of their brain. You know what I mean? So it's just like, everyone has their own journey. And I don't think everyone feels, like, everyone feels like they should have a say in someone else's journey. You know, does that make sense? Am I making sense at all? Yeah. Well, a question. I'm just making a statement. Why am I making a statement? It's <laughs> fascinating thing. I mean, that, those sound like interesting scenarios in this. <laughs> okay. So what is, so most people know my crazy days um, and what they entail of, um, even though I haven't done a podcast on where I am right now, which is coming up soon, but I have eight more days to do it. But for you, what is your typical day? So my typical day, like post coronavirus, is I, I was in the salon three days, and then I have a I have a course that I launched. So I had a five week course. So I had like eleven hairstylists doing this at your own pace course, and then I have coaching clients. So I feel like it's kind of like a lot of variety. Mm -hmm. And now, like so, like I would have a coaching call, but then in the salon and I see four clients a day so I don't have the kind of crazy schedule I used to have where I'd see 14 clients now it's like I feel like I'm an intentional wherever I'm at and I feel like 
the direction matters more than the speed. Whereas I was all about speed and optics before, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like look at the line out the door. Woo! Now I'm like, all four of you have been selected <laughs> to be my client. And I'm as, uh, you are, you see honored. And I, I am too. And you and I are a good fit. We're both choosing this. This is beautiful. And like, I feel oh, like I so, I feel like there's just a lot more intentionality behind what I'm doing now. And I'm less, I feel like if you would have, if Lindsay three years ago would see Lindsay now, I'd be like, are you allowed to be doing any of this? <laughs> and now I'm like, um, why not? <laughs> you know? So uh, I think just kind of getting my, my days are just kind of like, I have a lot more, uh, agency over them and I never really knew that I could have that mm. okay so now this I mean I don't know this question so I can't even like what is your experience with wigs give me give me a, a story about a wig that you've been involved with okay okay so I, <laughs> I there's a couple the first one that's coming up for me though is um I had a client who um she had very, very fine hair. So she would come in for color and I would highlight it and then like do a base color. But you know how you're like mostly painting on scalp and like the foils are in the hair, but you're like, I'm a little unclear as if the wind blows, if, if this is gonna. And, and so then what started to happen is we started to talk about the possibility of her maybe switching gears. Oh. And it was like, who, didn't want to wear a wig but so she got one and then she would just bring it with her in her bag and I'd be like oh you got it and then but then she didn't want to make the transition I think it had to do with the stigma of wigs and also what it meant for her and so like you were you we've talked about like how it's not just about hair um it's so much more about like who you how you feel and matching the outside with the inside and you know just you know I'd she maybe like I wish I would have known you then because I would have been like no like I have a friend and um you know actually maybe you would just start with something I didn't even know at the time that you could just do a hairline or allow someone to start to kind of integrate into this yeah. because it's like not everyone go full Monty yeah. um I've had yeah. another a number of people will also bring really really cheap um <laughs> Oh. like scrunchies and they'll be like what the hell is that can you put that away and they're like i just thought I'd... i'm like what is that and they're like this is my hair scrunchie i'm like what do you want me to do with it <laughs> and um and they're like oh i just thought it would be helpful i'm like for what you know and um but i do have one more wig story that yes. i um is that when i was in high school i wore my hair kind of shorter like chin length Sometimes, like, you know, flippy, highly yeah. wanted to be a stylist, you get the drift. <laughs> so it was, it was like, it was time for a dance, homecoming, freshman Ooh. year. And I was like, no, but I want enough to. And there what? was this, there was this kiosk mall called Hair Diamond. And so I went there and I said, here's what I'm thinking. And the lady <laughs> goes, I got just the thing. So she, she gave me one of those clips like with the braid in it and some hair. 
and it gets better. She goes, we'll put a scrunchie, a hair scrunchie around it. <laughs> and if I can find a picture, I'm going to send it to you. No, please. Because it didn't look bad. It didn't look bad. I was like, people were like, look at your hair. And I was like, I know. <laughs> I, and like, I bought it. It was like, I bought it. It's, it's clipped in with a, like, a, like a butterfly clip. Um, I know so exactly what you were talking about. I had a beautiful experience with <laughs> with adding some hair. I wouldn't call it a wig per se, but no, 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 um, that's enhancement. Yeah. <laughs> I love it yeah. so. Oh my god, I love it. Prom, I love it so much. I brought a drag queen to my prom, so I totally understand bringing some extra hair. Oh, <laughs> okay. So there now there are bobby hair. pins involved. There are a lot of bobby pins, oh, you know, to keep your hair up. You you know that. To give your yeah, hair. Yeah, it was an updo. <laughs> Full updo. Short back. A lot of hairspray, I'm assuming. A lot of hairspray. You know, like, keep Gosling in the back. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. You're like, hey, I do her hair. That's rude. You do a beautiful job these days. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I normally don't laugh this hard. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> oh. Uh, wow. Um. You totally made me lose my train of thought. Thank you. Um, oh, okay. Here we go. What is your go-to hair product? Honestly, I don't use a lot of hair products. I, I feel like hairspray. Okay. Is there one in particular? Or you don't care? I mean, no. Okay. No, like no, no, I'm I just the like hairstylist on a trip and it's like, Hey, throw me out all of that travel size Pantene. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not precious about that stuff. Cause I'm okay. like, like what you said about like, I can go somewhere and I can Jimmy rig something together. If we Hello. have to make something happen, I can happen. You give me a screwdriver, uh, a pen and a, I mean, we'll make it happen. I'll brush your I hair mean. with a pen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's really nice to find a kindred spirit. Because <laughs> literally, it really doesn't matter what it is. I'm like, because now with COVID, I'm like, everything has to be travel size. You get your own. You're taking it with you. I don't want it back. So I'm like, I've never used this yeah. shit. So I'm like, all right, well, we're using this today. Like, everyone, like, you know, yeah, everyone. Press gets it. Oh. <gasps> Hello. I, I buy it in the case full. They send it to me in the case. That's going to hold a wig in place for me. <laughs> When I put it in a box, it has to go like halfway across the world. It's going to stay with Tresemme. <laughs> Thank you, Tresemme. This is not sponsored, but it should be. Did you hear that? Hello. <laughs> Get the sponsorship when we can. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. So what do you, do you style hair? Do you like blow it out? What blow dryer yeah. do you use? Okay, so I had the Dyson, but it didn't work for me. Uh, it, 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 it kept like shorting out and they told me, have you, every time I called, they gave me a different reason for why it didn't work. And they were like, you well, are you it? Using, cleaning with a toothbrush? I'm like, what? How did we start implementing, implementing a toothbrush involved? No, it comes like, with a thing. It comes with a thing. Now it does. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now it does. Um, that was like rendition 75, I think. So I'm back to what I call minty, which is um, my Harry Josh um, mint blow dryer. Oh, yes. It's a compact uh -huh. blow dryer. You've seen it. It's those light green ones. Yes. I yeah. have two of them. Okay. Yeah. 
just because I mean, use two at once, but I have seen people do that. Seems like a real flamethrower move, but I'm just, I just use. <laughs> I reached out to them and they're not very nice, but that's okay. But that's okay. Um, so what, like, okay. If someone's in the middle of their career and they're at that, like, mm, you know, that, 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 what, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Kind of, you know, that, that, what is it, the crossroads? What would, what kind of advice, what kind of inspiration, what kind of quote would you give them? Yeah, I would say that I've been there. I think most people have been there if they're really honest. And I think that my, my biggest takeaway from my career is like, we maybe don't need a new, we don't need a new career. We need a new way of doing the one we have. Mm. Because I think that we can, we can, have many seasons to this career and I've had an, a couple myself and I feel like there has like if, you have, if it's like one time you have a client that you're like, oh my gosh I hate doing her hair like I think I want to be a barista I don't have an, I don't have a degree so I'm gonna have to be a barista fire that client and then get back on the road again because uh. like I feel like that's only happened a couple times for me but that's an in that, that person has to go because I'm not going to get a new career. I'm just going to do it in a way that honors me. So mm. I think, yeah, I would say just like take the time to figure out what would make it work for you. And like, I heard something, one of my guests, I like take something from each person on my show. And one of my recent guests said, when we love what we do, we sometimes make it heavier than it needs to be. Oh, and I feel like because you care so much wow. and you love it so much that you almost feel like you have to have this level of depth to it that sucks the fun out of it. That so, hit. I feel like, yeah. That hit me. So like, be light. Yeah, I know it hit me too. Cause I'm like, I kind of act like, I act like it's a emergency room surgery that I'm doing because <laughs> I take it so seriously. <laughs> oh my, that hit, wow. Now, now, you're wearing, now you're wearing protective gear that probably makes you feel like a surgeon. So you gotta be careful. No, it's bad. It's when I tell you, because then you have to have the right bag. And then you're like, did I clean it? Where's the alcohol? Like, like I have to get sprayed down with this sprayer, like, and I have to hold my breath. It's a, anyway. And at the same time, be like, what I do is not a big deal. It's not that right. serious. It's a ponytail. It's, like, it's a ponytail. You have to have that mantra going. It's a ponytail. It's a ponytail. Because it's like, but then it's like it's a it's like but then you can't totally detach from it because then it means you don't care. Don't care. So it's finding the, the it's balance. like I'm always gonna care. I'm always gonna care about how it looks and what it's about. But it's finding a, a balance of like letting go a little so it can be a little more fun. Yeah, I wish six feet away. Do you know how I can't just whisper like dirty nonsense to people anymore? Like, and I can't text it because then it's a text trail. Like. And then they can't see my mouth because I have the freaking mask on. Anyway, we'll try to make it fun. Just smiling a lot with your eyes. <laughs> I have Botox. <laughs> <laughs> so now everyone thinks I'm pissed off at them. <laughs> so I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna have to get that wrinkle back. <laughs> Just so they can have that, that damn wrinkle. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. Oh my, where can everybody find you? Let's give them the full so kit and caboodle. Yeah. 
I just changed my Instagram name to Lindsay Makes Waves. It's kind ah, of a big ah. deal in my world. Okay. I felt like I had to tell everyone. I was like, guys, I don't want this to come out of left field. I'm no longer She Makes Waves podcast. I'm Lindsay Makes Waves. People were supportive, but yeah. you know, changed change it. I kind of I already did it wrong. Already did it wrong. Lindsay Makes Waves, everyone. See, I introduced her. She makes waves. Great. Totally happy. Happy to help your, your... Yeah. change is good. Change no, is good. It's... I'm a Libra. I, yeah, just like, yeah, so that's where they can find me. And then there's like, they can go to my website, wavemaking.com and yeah, keep up with me there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, we'll have to have you back after you're like, you know, babied out and you need a break, you know, we'll reconvene. And yeah, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wig Hackers. Did you get a chuckle out of this one? If you could hit that five-star rating and share with your friends and coworkers, that'd be great. You never know who you're inspiring in the world, and I hope I'm inspiring you. Can't wait to have you laugh with me or at me on the next episode. Till then. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.